Whether you operate one forklift or thousands, one location or hundreds, the new My Toyota customer portal can help you optimize your operation and material handling equipment. This one-stop, free-to-use platform is designed to help you take control of your information and make smarter decisions, all at the touch of a button. Register and access your data today at my.toyotaforklift.com. That's my.toyotaforklift.com. Hi, this is Heath Melhawari of Kinetic, and you're listening to the new Warehouse Podcast. Today's safety tip is warming up. We're getting into the cold season, and warming up your muscles before you start a day's work is just a recipe to keep you safe. Fulfillment demand continues to skyrocket and outpace available labor. To keep up, warehouse operators are turning to flexible fulfillment solutions like Six River Systems. Utilizing Six River Systems' award-winning combination of collaborative robots, artificial intelligence, and operational expertise will make your associates and wall-to-wall fulfillment workflow more efficient. No new infrastructure, no change to warehouse layout, easy to deploy and scale, easy to train and retain associates, all at half the cost of traditional automation. Want to take your fulfillment operation to the next level? level go to www.sixriver.com to learn more that's www.sixriver.com to learn more how do you create warehouse superheroes the answer is simple with visual voice scan solutions from ProSensus. With record demand and labor shortages, warehouses need more effective workers and lightning fast onboarding. Visual voice scan solutions from ProSensus enable warehouse workers to achieve superhero performance with up to 20% improved productivity and up to 99% accuracy. Hands-free barcode scanners from ProGlove paired with wearable mobile computers is just the beginning. Improved mobile interfaces with reduced keystrokes, easy-to-read screens, custom keyboards, voice-enabled interface, and more can be realized with ease on the lead WMS platforms. Sound too good to be true? Let us show you with our one-of-a-kind virtual demo. Visit ProCensus.com to get started today. Again, that's ProCensus.com to get started. The New Warehouse Podcast, hosted by Kevin Lawton, is your source for insights and ideas from the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin. Hey, it's Kevin Lawn with the New Warehouse Podcast, bringing you a new episode today. In today's episode, I am going to be joined by Haytham El Hawari, who is the CEO and co-founder at Kinetic. And Kinetic, we have had on the show previously. They do a wearable device that help your workers make sure that they are doing the right ergonomic moves and alerting them when they are not. But they've taken their company to the next level in doing so and, and utilizing that, that safety aspect and that safety data to, to really come up with a new approach to workers' comp insurance, which is very Interesting, I think. So we're going to learn more about that today. We're also going to hear a little bit about the Kinetic story because uh, Haytham is the, the co-founder of the company. So it's a very interesting story. So we're going to welcome Haytham to the show. Haytham, how are you today? I'm doing well, Kevin. It's exciting to be here. 
Yeah, definitely. Happy to have you on. You know, I think the kinetic platform and you know, the device and everything that you guys were, were doing before is a really great thing. But now to bring this insurance component into it is incredibly interesting too. So I'm really excited to learn about it. But before we dive into that, for people that maybe didn't hear the, the previous episode about kinetic, want to get familiar with kinetic, why don't you give us kind of a, a brief overview? What What is kinetic? What is it that you guys do? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you, you said it pretty well. So but before I sort of tell you what Kinetic does, I want to give you a little bit of the the backstory of sort of how, how I founded the company with, with my co-founder sure. back in 2014. So so really what, you know, the way this started is I grew up in England. Uh, mm-hmm. My mother was a nurse there and she got injured a lot. And she got injured because she's moving heavy patients because there's a lot of equipment to move around. And she didn't get very much training about how to use her body to, to, to move these things around, right? So she get injured a lot and a lot of things happen when you get hurt, right? One is you can't live your regular personal life, right? right. So spending time with the family, um, doing your hobbies, all that gets really affected, obviously, but also your ability to provide, right? And so for me, what's stuck in the back of my head is, is you know, when my mom got injured, other than sort of the, the suffering that, that we would see, it's just yeah. like how much it actually affects your life, right? Yeah. So. So I didn't act on it immediately, but I had that in the back of my head as something mm. that, you know, I'd lived up close. And so it wasn't until I met my co-founder, who's like, a, he's, a, he's a wearables, I guess nerd is the right word. So he, <laughs> he used to work at IBM. Yeah. He's an electrical engineer, really smart, worked on these big mainframe computers, but yeah. he liked running and reading at the same time. So he would <laughs> run on a treadmill and try to read. And I don't know if you've ever tried that, but it's really hard to I do. I could not do that. Before. No, no way. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, you know, being the nerd that he is, he, what he did is he, he got like a sweatband and he mm. put a sensor on it mm. and he was able to track the movements of his head and use that to move the text on the tablet while he was running. And so he oh, could yeah. run and read at the same time. Wow. And so I was like pretty impressed. That's so, incredible. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, and so really when I saw that, I was like, Hey, you know, I don't know if there's a business in, 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 you know, helping people to run and read, but you know, <laughs> if we could apply this to helping people move their bodies in a better way and prevent these injuries, mm. that we'll probably be onto something. And so yeah. that's what we did. We, in 2014, I, I got married and I remember coming back from my honeymoon, quitting my job and then he quit his job. And then we just started, started working on this. Wow. And that's really how we started. And sort of to summarize what kinetic is, it's it's sort of really the the story I told. It's it's you know most injuries that happen in the workplace are preventable, mm. and uh, and so what we came up with is a wearable technology that could help prevent injuries. Mostly the injuries that happen from from ergonomics, right? From the yeah. way you use your body, and and the way that is, you know, this is a warehouse podcast. So if you're in a warehouse. Yeah you're moving material around All and the time. there's a lot of emphasis on productivity and right? mm-hmm. you've got to be fast. You've got to be effective. And so uh, what ends up happening is there's a lot of pressure to, to you know, produce and move and, and, and move things around. Yeah. Uh, but the training about how to do that in a way to avoid injuries, usually it, it is either little or hardly any. Right. And yeah. so what you end up is folks who have a lot of pressure to, to, to produce and have output but don't really know how to use their body in the best way to avoid injuries, right? And mm. and I always think of this as like it's it's almost like someone's asking you to to, to compete as an athlete, right? To, to perform as an athlete, yeah. but without telling you how, right? And so you do the best you can, but inevitably, when you look at the injury rates that happen for for these type of workers in warehouses, it's through the roof. Oh yeah. And, uh, and actually, it's funny. I was reading that nursing is together with roofing the two most uh, dangerous professions <laughs> in terms of like injuries that yeah, happen. Yeah. So anyway, so 
so we feel that like we could prevent most of those injuries. And so what we came up with is with a device and I'm actually wearing it now. Mm. So it's, it's, it looks almost like a pager that goes on your belt cool. and it helps you. It's almost like a real time coach. It vibrates whenever you do a movement that could put you at risk of injury. Mm-hmm. And it sort of helps people stay attuned of how they're moving and readapt when they see that they're, they're putting themselves at risk. So that's really been the, the, the product that we've developed. And honestly, it's been, it's been great. We've had, we have like very, very large companies using it right now. So yeah. Pepsi is our biggest client. Oh. Iron Mountain is another big client. Yeah. So we literally have thousands of workers right now who are wearing this day in and day out. Mm-hmm. And they're um, improving the way they move. And, and, you know, we've been pretty effective at, at reducing injuries. So, you know, we had a sort of third party do a study on, on our data and, and yeah. we've reduced injuries anywhere between sort of 50 and 60 percent. Wow. Strain and sprain injuries, right? Specifically yeah, yeah. the injuries of ergonomics. So, you know, when used, it's pretty effective. It's mm. a pretty effective device. Mm. Very interesting story. And I, I, I mean, I remember the story from the previous episode too, but I, I mean, hearing it from you is really really incredible and I, I love that you know your your mother uh, inspired it and and you really took it on and, and pursued it i mean it's a very noble thing and you know I, I think the the idea behind it is is so so incredible because it it is something like you mentioned that you know people are kind of in a sense not not really conscious of in their daily aspect and you mentioned you know even in the the working environment like you're you're pushing yourself because you want to hit the productivity because you're thinking about you know making sure your performance keeping your job you know doing the things that you need to do in order to do the things you need to do to support your life right but you had a kind of an interesting point there in the beginning about you know even though you're you're working like to support your life but then you get hurt now you see how, you know, things in your life kind of like, you know, take a hit basically. And you're not able to support yourself or family. You know, you can't do the things that you kind of work to enjoy. Right. So it's really important that we're keeping mindful of that. And, and the device is really helping to do that. So I think it's an incredibly smart thing. And, it, you know, it's so, so simple as well. I mean, not, not simple in terms of the technology behind it, but just a simple little pager device, kind of like you said. And, you know, again, a 50 to 60 percent, I mean, reduction in, in safety incidents is pretty, pretty remarkable. I mean, that's pretty huge. So I'm curious, you know, on that, that front there in terms of metrics, like, since introducing this into some companies like you know you mentioned pepsi iron mountain i mean how how quickly do you see like a change in the the safety incidents and i think you know also like kind of the the employees actions and and their reaction to it yeah so it goes a little bit in phases right so when Mm. we deploy the technology what tends to happen is workers start wearing it and the device is counting how many times it goes off Right. So it's mm. like, hey, at the beginning, you're doing 150 high risk movements. And yeah. you know, I say 150 because that's about our average when, when people start. But mm. we've had folks like doing thousands a day, just so you get an idea also thousands, just the wow. intensity of the work. Yeah. Right. So, you know, say you start off with 150 devices giving you this feedback. So the first phase of the impact that the device has is mostly mm. around helping reduce these unsafe movements. Right. So you start off 150, yeah. then it's 140, and then you start to see yourself go down. And, uh, and the device is pretty good in the sense that it gives you goals that are like, you know, in accordance with how well you're doing. Yeah. And also it gives you a bit of a rank. So you start competing with other folks. Okay. So we're trying to make it fun. Yeah. And so the first phase you see is typically that after, you know, a few months, the number of these high risk postures or high risk movements goes mm. down pretty dramatically. Mm. So 
you start off 150, you might be at 60, 50, 40. So you're starting to see much lower numbers than where you started. And that's like, we know that if that happens, like the injury reduction comes, right? And so yeah. it usually takes about three months before you can start to see some of the injuries go down. Mm-hmm. And then really quarter over quarter, you can start to see. So by the end of the year, you're looking at, you know, 30, 40, 50% reduction in injury rates. Mm-hmm. But it does take a little while. And, you know, if you think about it, um, Kevin, like it's, it's very much about training into a new habit, right? Because yeah. you sort of mentioned how, how conscious, like it's, I always compare it to like when you brush your teeth. If someone asks yeah. you, how do you brush your teeth? You're like, well, I, I, I don't know. I just brush it, right? It's, it's it a complete happens. habit that you don't think about. <laughs> and, and the way people lift and move is a complete habit. Like if, I, if, if you pick something up and I ask you afterwards, hey, like how did you do that? You'd be hard pressed to tell me exactly yeah. what you did with your body to do it. So the first phase is this like awareness and then it's this retraining. Mm. And, and, you know, the reason it's effective is because you know, with a lot of regular training, you're yeah. getting a one-off lecture or one-off demonstration. And that helps you think about it for a couple of days, but it's yeah. not enough to change a habit. Mm. Whereas if you want to change a habit, you've, you've got to have this sort of continuous feedback until that habit becomes, and until you almost become unaware that you've adopted a new habit, right? Yeah. And so that's really the, the process that the device does. It goes through this sort of awareness, changing a habit, injury reduction. And then you ask something which is which is really important, which is what are the reactions that workers have to the device? And, and honestly, yeah. Kevin, like this is the crux of everything. So yeah. we know that if people wear the device, it works, right? So, so the right, question yeah. always becomes like, how can we get the maximum number of people to wear it? And and there's a few things that we've had some sort of success with this, right? So first of all, if you deploy a product like this, you have to spend the time to really mm. explain to people like what it does and what it doesn't do. You can't just be like, hey, guys, I've got a new device, wear it, and because people will suspect the worst if you do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you're you're tracking Um, me or you're watching my every move. Exactly. It's Big Brother. It's like, what are you you going to fire me over this? Yeah. You know, is it it tracking my break time? (laughs) We get a lot of that (laughs) at the beginning. So so we really put an emphasis on like, okay, look, this is just a safety device. This is what it's going to do. It doesn't have a GPS. It doesn't have a camera. <laughs> doesn't have a microphone. Yeah. You know, we ask managers, be explicit. Like, you're not going to get disciplined, mm. even if you like have super high numbers on here. Yeah. It's really just a safety tool, right? So, mm. so you have to go through that process. You have to allow people time to ask their questions, to get familiar with it. And I think if you do that well up front, you get a lot more... You know, people tend to think, okay, like, you know, people, they're looking out for me. Yeah. This is, a, you know, it's an interesting thing. They wear it for a few days. They understand what it does. And then, you know, the big thing that happens is when they start to feel better, mm. like, hey, at the end of the day, I feel a little less sore or, you know, I, I come home and I'm a little less fatigued. That's when you get that tipping point of people wearing it, people encouraging others. Yeah. Um, and so that that's a big part of it. The other part is, you know, making it into a, a sort of fun game. And that really came later. But, you know, what we realize is, you know, if you think of like Fitbit or Apple Watch, right, yeah. they give you like 10,000 steps a day. Oh, yeah. And just the fact that they give you that goal makes you more likely to, to hit it, right? Yeah. Then if they told go you. Go walk around you know, the block like one more time just to hit it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if they just told you walk as much as you can, it, yeah. it would have much less of an impact. Mm. So we started working with goals. And then, you know, competition is always like I, with mm. my dad and my Fitbit, like I have him and he has me. And so. Yeah. If he's if he's more steps than me by dinner time, I'm gonna go for a walk, right? Because I'm not gonna let him beat me. So <laughs> so competition is really, really motivating. Yeah. So we can see that. 
you know, when people pick up the device, it tells them you're ranked like third out of seven in your in your area. Mm. And and I can tell you the next question is who's number one, who's number two, right? Yeah. They start asking around who who is it. Yeah. So that has helped a lot as well of just getting people motivated and excited about about the data. Mm. So, but w- with all that said, I would say that we never get a hundred percent adoption. Right? Yeah. I wish we could. I'd say a good like a good facility a good warehouse will have about 85 to 90 percent mm-hmm. and then there'll be 10 percent pto people who you know who think this is going to go to the federal government or something you know like there's always like 10 percent of people who just will not wear it yeah and that's that's just that's just the way it is mm. very interesting and uh, you know i love to hear the kind of the adoption story though because i think you know anytime you bring technology in to you know especially in uh warehouse setting at least that's you know where my experience is is you know people are always a little skeptical like oh you know what what is it gonna do for me and you know what's the what's the deal so but it's really interesting i mean that it it is strictly just a safety tool i mean i think that's really really important for it to be successful in a a facility and operation and and be able to have that widespread adoption and i'm curious have you heard any feedback at least when people start using it that the employees notice that they are potentially feeling, feeling better or maybe not, you know, feeling like they have uh, soreness, typical soreness that they would see, you know, from day to day. I mean, do they find themselves like feeling, feeling more, more normal and more comfortable, I guess. We'll be back after a quick break. You hear a lot about supply chains these days, because if the past couple years have taught us anything, it's that an efficient, well-managed supply chain is absolutely critical to keeping businesses successful and consumers happy. I'm Will Haywood, and I host a podcast called All Business, No Boundaries, where we talk about supply chains, how they work, what happens when they don't, and the innovations that are redefining what's possible in the world of logistics. Join me for insightful interviews with thought leaders and industry experts. We discuss how optimizing supply chains can break down the barriers that are holding businesses back. That's All Business, No Boundaries by DHL Supply Chain. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, so absolutely. And so that that's those are big wins, right? For, yeah. for us personally, because that's why we got into this, right? Mm-hmm. Like we, we wanted to have that type of impact. And so when you hear like, hey, I can I can go home and lift my kids, like yeah. I feel a lot less fatigued, I can sleep better. Yeah. Like that's that's it. Yeah, it yeah, reminds you nice. why we're doing this. Yeah. But I will say like managers have been very good at taking the workers that have those, like that, that are very vocal about that type of thing and mm-hmm. using them as a way to encourage uh, yeah. the rest of the workers to so we found it very effective where like someone who's become an advocate because they feel better they they take less payment or whatever it is right mm. the back aches less if your colleague is telling you hey i started wearing this a few months ago and these are the benefits like people's skepticism will become more overcome right like they'll yeah. be more willing to give it a try mm. and so we we found that like that is our most effective way of deploying this is when a worker who's had who's who's felt the benefit is like literally telling folks wear this because you're just going to feel so much better yeah hmm. wow that's that's fantastic yeah. yeah i was curious about that so so i mean the the device itself is you know the first the first phase of the company right so you know it's very uh, i think a really critical thing that you guys launched and you know it's certainly something i think I, i've never seen anything else like it or, or similar i mean i think it's pretty interesting and very focused on safety but uh, this year recently you guys kind of taking the the next step in the company which is a pretty interesting move i mean it makes sense totally when you think about it but you recently launched an insurance 
side of the company for Kinetic. So, so tell us a little bit about that and, and how that kind of came about. Yeah, absolutely. So we always joke that, you know, it's every kid's dream to sell insurance, right? So that's, yeah. <laughs> that's all good. <laughs> so, so actually, you know, I never imagined myself getting into insurance, but yeah. the way this worked out was actually pretty interesting. So mm. until now, you know, when I tell you like Pepsi or Frito-Lay or Iron Mountain, they're our clients, like those are large organizations that tend to be self-insured. So yeah. what that ultimately means is that they pay for the injuries themselves mm. so when you come and sell a product like ours yeah. it makes sense to them because you're saving them. ultimately if, if yeah. the injury rates go down you're saving them money mm. their workers are working more it's, it's all good stuff mm. so it, that sale is relatively easy yeah. because it makes a lot of business sense when you get to smaller companies who, who have insurance the reaction was usually well this is great it's interesting but you know i have insurance right yeah. so Either you get the insurance to like mm. like subsidize this or to, to you know give me a discount or something, but otherwise you know they don't feel the financial pain as much. They feel the yeah. operational pain, right? Their workers getting hurt, mm -hmm. like people are having to work overtime, but they don't feel as much of the financial pain. So it was always a harder harder thing for us to sell into companies that had insurance. Mm. So really, what what we realized they were telling us is that you're selling me the wrong product. <laughs> like uh, that's really yeah. all. Okay. Like what you should be doing, what we should be doing is selling, selling me the insurance and provide your device for free because then, mm. you know, you're essentially betting on your own device, right? And I would say that this idea of insurance really came around when we started to have about four years worth of data of mm. the impact that the devices had, right? Yeah. Of like this 50 to 60% injury reduction. So if that's the case, right, you can literally give the product for free. They yeah. buy the insurance of us. I'll give you the product for free and your claims are going to go down so much that yeah. it's going to be a profitable insurance policy. Right. So that's really how we thought about it. And so, so that's really what we did. We decided, okay, let's offer insurance. Yeah. And I, I can tell you, Kevin, like, I didn't know anything about insurance other than like people <laughs> play a lot of golf. <laughs> um, so, so, you know, then the question became like, all right, well, how do you, how do you sell insurance? I, mean, yeah. like, I don't know. How, how does this even work? And it turns out that there is a, a really, not a simple way, but I would say a, a good way to start, which mm. is you partner with an insurance company and they let you offer insurance on their behalf, okay. right? So it's a, like a very easy way to start. Mm. You're also like, we're selling the insurance, kinetic insurance, but the insurance is actually provided by another company. Okay. And so, so we did that. We Nationwide actually was, was an investment in us very early on. So they've been a big believer in the technology. Oh, and so, so, you know, when we told them, hey, we want to start offering insurance. Do you want to provide the insurance and let us, let us sell it on your behalf? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's that we started down a road where, which ultimately led to, to that happening. Right. And so about three weeks ago, we, we started being able to offer insurance. Mm -hmm. And I tell you here, the, the conversations have changed dramatically, right? Cause yeah. now we go to a, to a potential client and be like, Hey, look, you have to buy workers comp because it's mandatory. Yeah. You could buy your insurance from any of these 200 carriers that are out there, insurance mm -hmm. companies out there but they could offer you exactly the same, right? Yeah. So why don't you give us a try, take our product and see if it has an impact on your claims yeah. and see about, you know, that means, you know, next year you'll have a cheaper policy and things of that nature. So people's ears prick up, right? Like who doesn't want like free safety tech, especially if they care about safety, which is often the case, you know, who doesn't want like, you know, a cool piece of new technology that's going to help you reduce claims. It's going to keep your oh, workers yeah. uh, working every day and, and also like contributes a lot to the safety culture, right? Because I think when workers see that they're getting taken care of, mm -hmm. they tend to want to stay more, they tend to like, be more engaged. So we started offering insurance and yeah. 
We just started, so it's very early days and we're, we're trying to figure out how, how this is going to go. But the reception has been very good. And, you know, a lot of companies are very interested. And I think really it comes down to like us. I think the, the thing here we have to see is like, yeah, okay, we give the devices, but will people use it yeah. and things, things like that. But, but it's, but yeah, we're, we're very excited because it feels like it's a, it's a new market for us. Mm. It makes a lot of sense, I think, for both the companies and for oh, yeah. ourselves to, you know, like I said, what wasn't my dream as a kid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never imagined I get into the insurance industry, but uh, I'm very excited to be, be testing it out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it seems like such a, a smart pairing. I, I mean, when I saw like the announcement, I forget whether I saw it, like whether I got the press release or saw it on um, LinkedIn or something, but I remember seeing it. I remember thinking like, oh, that makes sense. Like, and I, I want to say too, when I had the previous episode and talked to the, you know, a former employee about Kinetic, I, I want to say that I asked a question like, you know, are people using the Kinetic to help like, you know, reduce their insurance charges and stuff like that? I, I want to say, so I don't know if I planted the seed there, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean, it's a, it's a great idea. I mean, I think it makes total sense. And I, I mean, what would you say, you know, if people are listening and, you know, this is kind of sparking their interest a little bit, you know, what's what is i mean besides the device i mean is there any other different aspects of the insurance that you're offering versus you know what the typical package might be yeah so so really the way it works is a couple of things right is mm -hmm. one is is we offer the we, we say like look buy your insurance from us we offer you the product we sort mm -hmm. of talked about that then what we do is we do we look at usage so if they use it over time we give them like it's called a dividend which is essentially like a rebate okay. so like hey if you use it we just we give you back premium like we, we reduce oh, the price of wow. your policy yeah. because you've been using this technology and we know that if you use it it's going to reduce your claims right yeah and then i think the, the the big third benefit is whenever your claims go down the cost of your insurance the next year goes down as well wow. right yeah. so it, there's a lot of like good benefits which which lend themselves well for continued use over time right it's like hey nice. first year it was great we we wore it we got a discount our next year policy is cheaper yeah. then the second year you wear it you get another discount your next policy is cheaper so it, it provides like a good good value over time which mm. is great yeah and i think the other thing is you know in insurance there's this process called underwriting which was pretty new to me but really mm. what it is it's you, you you look at a customer who wants insurance and you really try to understand how risky is this customer? Is it a good risk? Do we want to insure it? Is, is it a risk? Is it too risky for us? We don't want, we don't want to insure it. And then what is the right price based on the risk profile, right? And that process right now is a bit of a science. It's a bit of an art. It's yeah. a bit of an old school way of doing things. Like it's been done the same way for, for decades. Mm. So we feel that there's like a lot of opportunity with the data that we're collecting from the device to really improve that process. And so you know, we could see like, hey, this client is like their risk is going down dramatically. Like yeah. the number of high risk movements is going down. So we could offer a way cheaper policy to someone like that because we know they're going to have low claims, right? Yeah. So I think there's a lot of interesting things that we can do now that we have sort of the data that we're collecting from the devices to really inform how much of a benefit we want to we want to pass on to the to the client, right? So if they yeah. if they're very safe and they're doing a great job, then they'll get a really good policy you know yeah. uh, policy price over time so that's why we're excited it feels like one of those industries where like bringing tech and bringing new data is going to improve it a lot and improve mm -hmm. it ultimately for the policyholders and the, yeah. and the companies that are getting the insurance so it's exciting to be part of that right 
Yeah, definitely. I think the approach is, you know, it's very smart. And, you know, obviously, you know, companies love to save money. So, I mean, that's that's a selling point right there. Absolutely. But I think, yeah. you know, utilizing the actual data in such a smart way like that, I mean, it, it's a win-win for, for both sides. I mean, like you said, for the, you know, the insurance company, you know, if there's less claims, it's obviously it's more more profitable um, for you guys. So, you know, it, it makes sense that you're, you're helping them to not only save, you know, lost, lost time, lost money on their, their side, but, you know, also for you, it, it's beneficial too. So it's like a win-win deal. I mean, it, it's really, really smart business progression there, I think, and, you know, a smart approach to kind of the, the next phase of Kinetic. Um, so we talk about the next phase of Kinetic. So you said you just launched, I mean, like three weeks ago with the insurance, but, you know, aside from the insurance and, and the device, I mean, what's what's next up for Kinetic? I mean, is there improvements to the device? Any anything else coming up on the technology front? Yeah, so you know, the the adv- the the similarity or the comparison I like to do is like I'm wearing an Apple Watch right now, and I don't right. know if you remember the first version, like just just about measured steps, and then as you as yeah. you got more and more software updates and more more versions, it like measures sleep, and then it's like. Not only like running, it's like and cycling and walking, yeah. and it can detect a whole bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. So really, I like to liken our wearable to that in a sense of like okay. we're at the phase of just detecting steps. <laughs> we're really early; we're detecting high risk movements. Yeah, but you know, we could be detecting jumping of trucks. We could be detecting, hey, you're about to get hit by a forklift. We yeah. could be detecting slips and falls. You're mm, on a roof. <laughs> when yeah. should you be this high up, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of different activities. That, that you do on the job that are risky, right? Mm. And and so like us collecting that data, making the worker aware that they're in a risky situation, that's how I sort of see the progression of the device, right? So it, mm. it, it can measure more and more useful things that can help reduce injuries. And so that's sort of what I see the progression. And I think that's useful for both our regular business, which is sell to these large companies, but yeah. also to the insurance business because um, – they're going to benefit from it as well. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's really interesting um, stuff. And I, I think the device is, is incredibly smart. And now the, the step to insurance, I mean, makes total sense. So, so it'd be very interesting to see how, how it continues to evolve and, and what's up next. And then of course we want to talk about it here on the podcast in the future too. So Haytham, I want to thank you for coming on the show and telling us all about this and, and kind of the, the new undertaking here or new underwriting, I guess is the insurance term, right? Um, um, if that makes yep. sense. Um, but how can people find out more information about both the kinetic wearable and also the, the insurance? What's the easiest way to do that? Yeah, so the easiest way is go to our website. So our website is, is uh, wearkinetic.com. So W-E-A-R kinetic.com. If you're more interested in the insurance side, we have a, we have a website for kinetic insurance. It's kinetic-insurance.com. So they can go over there and, and check it out. Okay, awesome. And we'll put all the information at the newwarehouse.com as well so people can find it easily. Uh, so, Haytham, thank you very much for coming on the show and talking to us all about Kinetic. You've been listening to the New Warehouse Podcast with Kevin Lawton. Subscribe and check us out online at thenewwarehouse.com. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want more content from The New Warehouse, check out our new video series called All Hands on LinkedIn. Just search for The New Warehouse on LinkedIn and follow along.